Welcome to Between the Fur. I'm Ken, and as a professional mascot, I need professional costumes, right? People always ask me, who makes your costumes? I tell them Alinko Costumes in Salt Lake City. Alinko makes just about everything for me, and they do an amazing job. Alinko not only builds costumes, they have a design service that's free, and they also service their costumes as well. However, now the largest and oldest costume company in the U.S. just turned it up a notch by bringing on my friend, John Absey, formerly the Jazz Bear, to help with product development, processes, sales, and quality control. Hey, if you need a costume done right from the very start, don't waste time or money. Call Alinko. That's spelled A-L-I-N-C-O and get it done right. As a professional mascot, one of the hardest things is finding creative props and toys to use while you're performing. It's hard unless you visit the store at GameOps.com. My friends over at GameOps.com have dozens of mascot-related products. Okay, here's an example. You're working on a proposal skit. They have a giant engagement ring prop to make the joke even bigger. There's plenty more at the store, so visit the store, GameOps.com, and take a look. It's awesome, man. They have everything. Check it out. Nine breaker one nine. This is White Lightning. Come in. Big Ben, this year's rubber duck. About to let the hammer down. <laughs> I got a smoky on my six. Come on. <laughs> Come on back. Come on back. Come on back. Come on back. <laughs> no, it's mom back. <laughs> mom back. Mom back. <laughs> How are you, my friend? I am very well. We Rob, this guy at Sea World that was like that. Mom um, back, mom back. <laughs> Had like two teeth, and he thought Elvis was still alive. Oh, uh, one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, sir? Conspiracy theory guy, too. Yeah. I'm good, man. How are you doing? I am really awesome. Ah, oh, that is great to hear. Yes, Rob Wycall, welcome back to Between yeah. the yeah, 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 yeah. Coming in. Coming in. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm glad to have you. And you get, well, first of all, you're a good friend. Also, you got great stories. So um, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> well, what I'm hoping is just to, uh, to get you telling some of your great stories. Well, because you have some great stories. Well, I've got some stories. I've got lots of stories because I just, <laughs> you know, there's like tons of years of, of, uh, Stories after stories after year after year after things happening to me. Right. I don't instigate anything. Things just happen to of me. Of course not. Right. Uh, well, you know, I find it so interesting that, I mean, those stories, I, you know, people want to hear those. And, and you know how it, our lives, which I always said, my life was this surreal life. You know, it's just such a crazy life. Um, but people always like love to hear those stories and i just think of them as oh yeah i forgot this one time ray allen and i blah 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 <laughs> and i don't think but you know and people are like oh my gosh right 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 that is sort of really weird well it's surreal yeah. okay so here's here's something to start this podcast out with on that very note right there i'm going through some boxes yesterday in my basement and i'm going through some stuff all of a sudden i pull out a picture of and I tell, am I getting his name right? World Meta Peace? Uh, no. 
no, no. It's, what is it? I think Meta Peace, but then World, I don't remember. I don't remember what he calls himself. Not World Meta Peace, but something like that. Meta World Peace. Meta World Peace. Okay, so. Meta World I was, Peace. I was super of course. close. Why didn't we remember that? <laughs> I was super close. Okay, but I, I can't his former name. So, uh, anyways, but I pulled out a picture of him punching me. Oh. Right after. Planned? He, was it planned or he just went after you? I think it was not planned, and I think it was right after. Remember he went after somebody in the stands? Yes. Yes. Okay. So everybody remembers that story. He went after somebody in the stands, jumped the bench and all this stuff. And he jumped up in the crowd and got somebody. And I remember, uh, it was, um, gosh, it was just before this or just after that, that, uh, you know, I was over there kind of taunting and doing my little, you know, uh, jabs, how you do as, you know, as a mascot and, yep, uh, yep. and, and all of a sudden, um, gosh, I had, I was walking by or something and he just tagged me and somebody grabbed the picture. Oh, so the fact that you have a picture of that is really cool. Yeah. Right? It was like so many things on, happen that you don't have a photo of. Oh, ah, uh, I know. And it's always, did you get a picture of that? Did we get video of that? Did we, you know, ah, uh, I'm always so upset when, when our camera guys are like, no, oh, what did you do? Yeah. Like right, right. You weren't there. Ah. Uh, yeah. So that one you can't ever replicate that. Yeah. No, no. But that was one I had totally forgotten about. And I was sitting there trying to remember his name. And then when we started talking about it, I was like, Oh yeah, it was something. Yeah. But I got it. Yeah, wrong. something Anyways, about world peace. But yeah, world peace. But yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, so Rob, just so everybody knows, is the former Coyote for the Spurs. And it, this is his second time on here. Yeah, I love Rob's, to be back, of course. Rob's a great guy and a great mascot. It, 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 I always love well, your sense of humor and things. It wasn't so much uh, – your sense of humor and the, and the Coyote's sense of humor was so intertwined. It just, it, it, it just worked so well. You're, yeah, it's very you're, fortunate, you know. Right, where where mascots usually are, they want to come in with a big bang and they want to hit, you know, this this big uh, stunt or this you know big joke or this big you know go big. A lot of your stuff was just so subtle. Yes, and I love those little things up, you know, just the little details that you put in every one of your acts or or you know, I was always under this. Uh, I had the theory of sort of like I felt like um, Seinfeld, uh, Simpsons show, you would watch that show. And if you laughed, like there were so many jokes, if you laughed, then you might miss the next joke. Right. And so I just sort of felt like I'm just going to go through and I'm just doing like while I'm out there, I want to just waylay them. I want to punch them across the face with joke after joke and get out of there. Right. I come in swinging and I get out. And, right. um, and so I just want to joke, 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 joke. And then I would leave and think I'm, you know, like, I think somebody laughed. I don't even know, but I had a good time. <laughs> well, just, you would, you would come into a situation and go, 
oh, this is, this is something really funny, but it would be something so surreal, like yeah. cerebral, like not surreal, cerebral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I also, right. I always tried to be the, the mascot that, uh, yeah, didn't have to be obnoxious. You know, a lot of guys are just come in obnoxious. For me, it wasn't that. I mean, there were times when literally you're just walking and somebody says something and just this, I remember I did this video with a, we were in the finals and it was a TV show. Uh, I can't remember on ESPN and they come and they want Coyote to do a little interview. And so I have no idea what I'm walking into. It's just a live interview on this TV show. And so I just bring a bag of props and we'll see what happens, you know? And right. anyway, it was just one of those, a couple of just those subtleties where I forget what the, the guy says something about, um, you must work hard, you know? Oh, he says something about it's hot down here in San Antonio and I'm sweating so much and you must be in great shape, something like that. Right. right. And I just, I just look at his stomach for a second and look at his face and look at his stomach, like and just sort of. <laughs> Had his belly like, gee, whoa, <laughs> you're not in such good shape. And he just, yeah, yeah, I know. But just to not be like, yeah, you know, just the little subtle jokes like that is what I loved. Yeah. And you're you know, sense of humor just the turn of the head. Yes, yes. Your personality lends to that very well. And, and, and that's a lot of the stuff that I've learned over the years. Is, well, I used you know, to see it from you. Oh, whatever. I've seen it from you, buddy. That uh, was your MO, man. Well, I've always said that. And just the, and the slight like, cock of the head. Yeah. You know, just, it, it doesn't uh, always have to be this big thing. And you can, no. you can just look and wait for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wait for the response. Like, give them a second. They'll get it. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> Sometimes uh, just stopping what you're doing and looking at somebody. Right. Like, you know what I used to love also? It's like when we were talking about, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do comedy. And it might work, it might not. Even if it doesn't and no one laughs, the character was built to sort of take that punishment too, you know? If it, if it was succeeded, he's the man. If it failed, yeah, I expected that. You know, right. sort of that was the character. Yeah. He was always the brunt of his own joke kind of thing. And so I just, the character... Uh, play to that so well that you'd go out and either way I'm gonna I'm gonna win right I'm gonna get something right if it fails that's cool too <laughs> that's my character well it's like when I go out and you know I'll, I'll shoot half court shots and um if I miss which you know that happens yes right backwards and uh well if I start to go on a streak where I'm missing game after game, oh, I get more angry and more angry. And so right. one time I'm, I'm, I'm coming off the court and I'm like, you know what? I, I am, I'm frustrated. I'm angry. And so I just started like going with it. I just started batting popcorn out of people's hands. I yes. grabbed a shoe through it. I got yes, yes. knocked over a stanchion, you know, some little kids like, you know, Hey, can I get an autograph? you know, push them aside, you know, yes. that type of thing. And it's like, I got the room and after the game, my boss comes down, he's like, 
I, and I, I thought for sure, any minute now, he's going to burst through the door and go, you cannot do that. Don't do that. Right. Don't ever do that again. Nope. He burst in the door and was like, that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And, and he's like, oh, you got to keep doing that. You got to go with that every time. I'm just, you know, I'm like, well, I won't do it. Yeah. But, you know, but see, that's the thing. with yeah, you don't want to do anything every time, but yeah. <laughs> right. Well, the angry mascot bit is great. Right. You know, if they get it. <laughs> I've had it not go well. <laughs> yes. Oh. I've, that's when I got ejected from that game. I was doing an angry mascot bit. I'm not mad. I'm tell just me about a bit. it. Just say it. Just tell, tell me about it. What's well, okay. So we're, it was right after the uh, Detroit brawl. Oh. So it's soon after yeah. that. Yep. And I used to do a bit. So uh, one of our players gets just hammered you know, under the basket by, uh, I think it was a Minnesota Timberwolf guy. And so I used to do a bit where like, hold me back, hold me back, you know, (laughs) and have my assistant hold me back. And I'm like, let me at him, let me at him. And then I'd be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Wait a second. Let me at him. And then he'd be like, you know, calm down. And I'd walk off and like do a yoga pose. I'm okay. I'm all right, everybody. Let's go. You know, whatever the bit might be. Yeah. It's all a bit. So I am off the court, but in on the wood, you know, so like at that right sort of behind the basket off to the corner. Right. The thing happens under the basket. Let me battle. Let me. I'm doing the bit. And you know how you just don't see real well and you're going at it and I'm behind my assistant. Like, let me get him. Let me get him, boss. Yeah. And in the moment, too. All of a sudden, the the player stands up and he's holding his elbow or whatever and he walks basically right towards me to get out of the little scrum of now Spurs players are saying like you know pushing this guy and it's a little bit of a thing so they sort of walk towards me I all of a sudden realize as I'm pointing like let me at him I could just about touch the player I'm off the court he just walked off the court oh so I'm like oh boy like I'm okay I'm okay I'm fine and I walk away and then I do the bit again, but now I'm away from the situation. Well, a referee sees all this, thinks I'm really mad, and goes to the – this is an ESPN game. So he doesn't tee me up, but he goes to the table and tells my boss, the game director, get the wolf out of here. No. Yes. And so it's heard on the little microphone that ESPN has on the table – no. So all of a sudden, the SPN guys are like, hey, the mascot just got kicked out of the game. Of course, I don't know what's going on because I just finished the bit. I do my yoga pose. Now I'm fine. And I'm walking. And now I'm walking across the court. Like there was a timeout or whatever. I'm walking. And I, my assistant, because I wore a little earpiece, right? My assistant says, uh, head to the back. You're done. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. I wonder what that means. <laughs> He's usually like, okay, I'll head to the back. <laughs> I get to the back, take the head off. Hey, what's up? And he's like, yeah, go ahead and take that costume off. They said, you're done for the night. And I was like, really? Well, isn't that interesting? What happened? Please tell me why. And of course, then I heard. And then, of course, bosses come in yelling and screaming at me and, you know, well, all this. But funny story. And it blows up over some little just yes, random. Enough. I didn't do anything wrong, right? I'm just doing a bit. But what's funny about it is 
of course, my bosses were like threatening my job, right? This is it for you kind of attitude. And I'm like, I didn't really do anything. Yeah, like I didn't do anything wrong. Right. Um, so can we, how about we just talk about it tomorrow? Can we just all, I'm going to go home now and I'll come in tomorrow. That's so awesome. I leave. Well, what happens is now the media starts asking players after the game. What do you think about the coyote getting kicked out of the game? And Bruce Bowen's response is, what? You've got players who scream at these refs, who cuss at these refs. The coyote can't even speak. And he got kicked out of the game? Where's the justice? <laughs> right? So he makes a joke about it. Then Tim Duncan says, if these refs are so scared of us that they're kicking our mascot out, then we're doing something right. Basically, something like that, right? And oh, so they all make it. jokes about the situation. So by the next morning, it was like, that was hilarious. Oh, It became oh. a joke. And so not one word was ever said to me ever again about it. Ah, oh, that's so great. Isn't, because isn't fortunately, the players. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden, it was okay with them. It was funny. It was, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Just, I love how that just changed the whole climate. Yeah, I see that over and over too. It's, yes, of course. You're right. Which way is it going to go? Yeah. Yeah, you just never know. <laughs> you just never know. That's right. And that's what was. That's why it was like you know. I'm just gonna. We'll talk later. But then again, Ken, I remember um, when the uh, Rutgers basketball coach. They caught him, and he was just a jerk. He was like throwing, you know, he would go on tyrants after for players and like throw basketballs and hit dudes, and he was just a jerk of a coach, right? Right. And so I think he had just gotten fired, blah, blah, blah. Well, I thought, you know, it'd be funny. I'm going to come out as the Rutgers coach and just be a jerk. Oh, my gosh. So I come out with a Rutgers T-shirt on, but I'm not a jerk to anybody, but like, my assistant, you know, I'm like, come on. And then I go up to an usher and I like throw a basketball like barely and hit him in the kneecap. Like, <laughs> whatever. You know, just dumb stuff, right? Well, I get in big trouble for it. That can't go over well. No. No. And and once they were like, hey, this is a you know, this isn't something to touch. This is, you know, a big deal and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? You're right. You're right. I made a bad decision and I fell on the sword, you know, like you are correct. I am wrong. I am sorry. And what do they say? You know, there's nothing you can do. They were like, well, okay, don't do it again. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Thanks. I won't. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I felt like, you know, it's what we, what we do out there, you know, is such a fine line, you know, it is. That gets, and, and by the way, that line is moving all the time oh, so it's, it's such always a, shifting it's hard to keep yeah. up with so it's uh it's hard to to be a funny guy i mean you hear comedians talk about it all the time now right that it is the hardest time to be a comedian is right now because you just never know anything you say can and be you know will be used against you yeah it, 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 in a public court so of law if they have any so it, it just was so difficult. Uh, so there were times when it's like, yep, I made a bad decision. You know, I'm walking that, 
I'm on the fence every night. And sometimes I fall on the wrong side of it. But, you know, 99 out of 100, as long as you stay on the right side, right. I think you'll be well, okay. Okay, so there was a, there was a player, uh, gosh, I'm forgetting his name, way back. Uh, um, gosh, what was his name? I can't remember his name. But Is it something that you did with him? Or? Yeah, so something I did with him. Okay. And, and um, so uh, big guy, big, thick, big player. <laughs> he, he could have lose, lost a few pounds. Uh, but Is he, it that Miller? Was it Miller? Uh, that's, when I was just thinking of this, I was thinking it started with an M. So maybe it was. Yeah. And it was like, he, was, he was kind of a thick player. So, um, yeah, I, I decided to bring him a pizza, you know, during the game. Time out, yeah. brought him a pizza. Like full-size pizza. Yep, yep. And it was, it, you know, ha-ha, that was funny. You know, whatever. Uh, but he got offended. Uh, no, 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 no. This is way back. Oh. This is way back. Okay, which that 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 could be offensive, right? Yes. Okay. So let's see. Uh, let's say another player that's currently playing, uh, which I won't name right now because right, right, currently playing. Yes, currently playing, and you know it's just we have to be so careful. Blah blah blah. Yep. Anyways. Well, uh, a couple of years ago, it was a, uh, a nice heated game between uh, us and the um, Thunder. And this player had a big cast on his hand, like a big, like a big oversized wrap on his hand, yeah. an injured hand. So I'm like, oh, you know, let's emphasize that. So I came out, I took a full-size towel you know, just wrapped it around my yeah. hand. And I mean, it was like massive. It was just huge. And so I came right. out and, and just kind of walked by like, oh, yeah, you? Oh, yeah, yeah me and you. I got yeah, it. Me yeah. too. Huh? You I know? feel your pain, bro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally got misconstrued. Totally went sideways, derailed. Oh, man. I a call from the league and call from the team. Oh, wow. I mean, it was just massive. Totally yeah. Blown out of proportion. I'm like, wait, over that? You know, yeah. I, I, but now, you know, we can't make fun of, we were, I was making fun of a player. Well, I wasn't really making fun of him. I was, you know, it was, right. it, it could have been taken, you know, the other way. Hey, it's me and you, pal. I commiserate, yes. Yes, I can feel you. You know, no, I don't know. It, it, it depends on, here's another time. I was, uh, <laughs> this one I got kind of slapped on the wrist for. But it's one of those, you know, I wasn't quite thinking at the time. Yeah, um, yeah. Been there. I was, wa <laughs> yeah, was walking by, uh, just as one of the opposing team players was inbounding the ball. I don't know why I thought it would be funny to pants him at that moment. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, but I did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I heard about that one, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's another one could, um, that was yeah. on not top ten or or uh, wait who who uh, this one was this one was blown up as well. I was walking off the court. This wasn't uh, too many years ago. But I was walking off the court uh, as people were lining up for a free throw. You know, after a timeout. Mm-hmm. What I can't remember what player it was. I don't think it was anybody that would remember. But um, yeah, he was 
bent over, hands on his knees, you know. And uh, so I just walked by and reached out and, I mean, just to the side, <laughs> just pinched his butt. Yeah. And they blew me up on ESPN over that one. That's funny. Yeah. Well, just, uh, yeah. yeah. Little things that <laughs> come back to bite you and other things that you can get, get away with that just don't make sense either. So, yeah, you just, yeah, you just never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so, uh, you know, one of the stories that I can think of just uh, good times with you and injuries was uh, that Mexico trip. Um, shoot, maybe early 2000s. Oh, yeah. Um, when you yep. when you were dunking and broke your shoulder or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't even yes. remember what you broke. Yes. <clears throat> oh, we were down there with Magic Johnson. Yeah, we with Gua Magic Johnson and the Mexican national team. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you broke something and we're doing a dunk show and you all of a sudden were getting in an, uh, in an ambulance and gone. That was a good one. Yeah. And then still went to, where'd you go after that? London or something and still yeah. performed yeah. or something? Went yeah. to London. Yeah. I'm yeah. Trying, I've told that story on a previous, a previous podcast. Yeah. Those, those are the things that people don't, you know, like uh, the other day I was uh, doing something and I was talking about how oh, my shoulders don't really work right anymore. You know, like I right. can't really get them over my head correctly. I, um, I'm, I can't sleep on one side now. <laughs> that's that's oh rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like uh, just the things people don't realize. I was like, well, yeah, I've dislocated my right shoulder. I've dislocated my left one and I've subluxed my left one so hard that it's now, you know, the bone is dented on the <laughs> x ray. You know, like right. my shoulder bone has a dent. It's. So, or I guess right. it's the arm bone. It's not round in the socket as a dent. So now it pops and stuff. Yeah. But that's sort of, yeah, go ahead. And by the way, that happens in a, you know, that happened in a game and guess what? You just keep, you know, I'm yeah. out center court shooting behind my back and I sublux my shoulder and it pops back in and you're like, oh, ah! and I'll never forget. <laughs> Cause I'm like, that hurts so bad. Like I am done. And as I turn around, like I'm out of here. The ball is it's already throwing the ball back to me, and it bounces, and I sort of catch it with my one good arm, like, well, here we go. <laughs> I guess I'm shooting again. Yeah, this sure is really going to hurt. <laughs> oh, that's so true. I've done that same thing. Yes. Oh, yep. man. All of a sudden, you're right back at it. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Um, I, I like to tell this story. Uh, and I actually, when I, uh, when I retired, I, um, Zach Glow interviewed me from ESPN and, and I told him this story and he then called to try and, uh, get its, uh, you know, truthfulness. And Mark Cuban, who it's about was like, I don't know what this guy's talking about. That never happened. But of course it did. Um, but sort of similar story. It was, uh, when the Dallas Mavericks and the Spurs were just, you know, going at each other every year. And it was one of those games where Spurs were losing and all of a sudden went on a run, went in, they call a timeout. And this was a long time ago when Mark Cuban was, you know, he would run out on court and he was yelling at the refs. I mean, this guy is like out on the court yelling at the refs. Right. So timeouts happening. Dun, bah, dun, dun. You know, everybody. Yeah. And he's yelling. And I go to about the free throw line with a 
oversized baby bottle and just like you need this like so subtle right just like <laughs> which you did you so need well. this right just like you need this right like I see what you got to and he looks at me with crazy eyes Ken like oh, no and I read his mouth and he says no coyote no <laughs> I read his lip <laughs> so I'm like this guy looks crazy I'm over the bit, right? Like, I'm done. And as I turn around to leave and I throw the baby bottle back to my assistant, he's already throwing me this oversized baby rattle that I always carry. And so it's literally, I throw the bottle, catch the rattle, and just like the slowest turn and look at him like, oh, God. And I looked at him, and I swear steam's coming out of his ears. Like, you're going to see he is gone ballistically mad. And I'm just like, uh-oh. And I just run. <laughs> <laughs> By the time I get to the back, he has already yelled at the team president, who has then yelled at my boss, who is then in the back yelling at me. Come on. And I was like, he was on the floor. Okay. He was, oh, my he gosh. Was the one I went it. back out there. All the fans were like, oh, my God, that was hilarious. You can't, you, can't. you know, of course, right? But I was like, my, oh, okay, okay, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you know. But right. uh, no worries. I won't do it again. Like, I'm ever going to do that again, you know. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, one of those just funny, funny, like, same thing. You said, just turned. It was like, oh, boy, <laughs> this is not going to go well. <laughs> It was similarly, I did one time, it was sort of becoming a thing. I did a fake marriage proposal, a failed marriage proposal. Right. With no funny ending, just awkward. Right? Like, I just wanted to do it. I love it. So I was like, I'm just kind of a failed, and it's just going to be like, whoa, this was weird, right? Right. Just to, like, why, let me see how this goes. Like, I'm just going to roll some dice here. and. So I did the bit that went off exactly as planned. But of course, all my bosses were like, I don't get it. I was like, yeah, it was a failed, like failed marriage proposal. That was it. That was the bit. And they were like, but that's not funny. And I was like, yeah, I know. Okay. Teach his own. And they were like, well, don't ever do that again. And I was like, okay. Like, I'm not going to do a failed marriage proposal ever again in my career. Believe, like, that's a one-time bit. That is, yeah, one and done. You're done. So I was like, okay, you're right. I'll never do it again. Yes, sir. But it was like, it already happened. And it was like, you know, social media blew it up. It was a big old deal. And I loved it. Yeah, but, of course. I remember that. It was huge. So I love, Yeah. That's the way most of my career went, which I know, you know, as you and I have talked, you as well, that so many things that I'll get, like, you know, the boss people saying, the executives, like, I didn't, that's not funny, or don't do that. And it's like, all right. <laughs> I, I, the only time I'm ever going to do it, that's fine. I remember one time uh, I had started doing those, uh, like, movie trailers putting coyote in movies oh yeah right so i had done one and it went over like bonkers i don't remember what my first one was um maybe rambo or something and it went over really well so then all of a sudden the bosses are like you got to keep doing that that was great 
So I was like, all right. But of course, I only did it, Ken, when a movie's coming out, I get on YouTube, I watch the trailer, and I'm like, oh, I see where Coyote could go in there, right? Like, I've, there's a bit there. Right. But now they start coming to me like, hey, there's this movie coming out, whatever, you need to do a trailer, put Coyote in it. And I'm like, but there's no bit in this, you know, like, what? So one time, one of my bosses says, uh, hey, this huge movie's coming out, The Day the Earth Stood Still. You need to put Coyote in it. So I'm like, I don't even know what this movie is, right? I could watch the trailer and I'm like, I don't see a place. There's no, there's nothing there for me. So instead of putting Coyote, yeah, and it ended up not even being that big of a movie. Yeah. But uh, so I'm like, all right, I'll put Coyote in it, right? So instead of using the trailer, I used the opening of it, like, Dun, 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 the day the earth stood still you're right like the start of the trailer uh-huh. and then it cuts to i had called the harlem globetrotters and gotten globy their mascot the head that's just it's the earth right, right. with eyes and a right. smile oh, yeah. so <laughs> i video i'm wearing coyote suit but the but globy's head and i'm holding a sign that says <laughs> earth and I'm just standing in the middle of a street. And it's dun 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 The day the earth stood still. Cut to earth standing in the middle of the street. And then a car pulls up and goes, hank, hank. And a tight shot of the guy going, hey, buddy, move out of the street. Dun 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 The day the earth stood still. That's the whole video. <laughs> and so we play it in a game. <laughs> and after, later in the game, I see that executive because every night he would walk through my little tunnel to leave, right? Right. And he just looks at me and he says, you think you're funny, don't you? <laughs> and I said, yes, I do. <laughs> and he just keeps walking. <laughs> uh, you think great. you're real funny, don't you? <laughs> See, that's, that's what I love about your sense of humor, though, man. It's just yeah. <laughs> so simple, and it's, but it's so funny. Yes. Oh, when The God. Wolf of Wall Street came out, all I did was I went to a street called Wall Street in San Antonio, uh-huh. and it did the same bit. The Wolf of Wall Street. Dun, 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 and it cuts to just Coyote standing on the corner right under the sign that says Wall Street, like, <laughs> waiting for a bus. Like, <laughs> dun, 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 the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> that was the whole bit. <laughs> He's just waiting for the bus. Bus came, he got on the bus and left. <laughs> the I love Wolf of so dumb that's the stuff that i'm like well i thought it was funny cracked me up i don't know if anybody else liked it but whatever uh i you know (laughs) i'm editing stuff and and or sitting with whoever's editing it if i'm laughing i know it's gonna be funny it's gotta be funny yeah yeah and that's what i always said well you know my whole thing with my speaking stuff now is that right like my whole job was making myself laugh because I know if I'm laughing, if I'm having a good time, I'm probably other people are too, you know? And yeah. that's what it's about. I've had, so I've I'm, had some, really, my job was just to make myself happy and laugh. What a great gig. Right. But, you know, like walking by and panting a player just as he's inbounding the ball, I think it's funny. 
Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, but I got to tell you one of these. I love, love, love the same, same scenario when my company would come to me and go, hey, uh, you know, we, we've got this event or we've got this coming up. Here, do a skit on it. You know, I'm like. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I did all, yep. that all the yep. time. Yep. Okay. So yep. same thing, you know, you got the movie trailer. Harlem Globetrotters are in town or yeah, whatever event is coming to the AT&T Center and you need to promote it. Yes. 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 So way back, <laughs> here's one of my classics. Uh, <laughs> so they're like, it's Girl Scouts night coming up. And we want you to do a skit on it. I'm like, I. I don't know if there's, yeah, what? how do you make fun of Girl Scouts? I mean, how do you, I mean, or, oh, yeah. sorry. No, Where's the joke a, there? How do you do a skit around yeah. Girl Scouts? You can't make fun of them. You no. know, or you can't, and I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe I can. I don't know. And so I, I really, really thought about this, but I, I'm like, this is, a, I, I let my people know, hey, this is a stretch and everything. Yep. They're like, no, just, you, we, we trust you. Go ahead. So I put this video together. And basically what it was, was Girl Scouts going around selling cookies door to door. And this Girl Scout comes to his house. And uh, <laughs> so he's sitting on the couch. Ding dong. Go down, open up the door. And it's a Girl Scout. Oh, hey. Hey. Yeah. Trying to sell cookies. You know, and it, there's no words or anything. It's just her, you know. Would you like to buy, you know, you can yeah. read her mouth or, you know, whatever. You can uh, mouth read whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, lip read. And so she's, she's like, hey, would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? And uh, I'm like, no, no, no. And like, no. And she kind of pushes them forward, like, you know, kind of in my face a little bit. Like, here, please buy some, you know? I'm like, no, I really don't want any, you know? And uh, so I go, like, I go to close the door and... Bam, it doesn't close. I look down and her foot's in the door. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I swing the door back open and here's a Girl Scout dressed like a ninja. And <laughs> she, she grabs me, throws me, like I'm literally in the air. You know, we cut it, yeah. so fly it through the air. I land out <laughs> in the lawn and all of a sudden she's like got nunchucks and the whole, you know, she's doing just all the sound effects are in there and she's going off at me and I'm dodging stars and yes. you know, all that. And then at the very end, uh, I'm sitting back on my couch with boxes of Girl Scout cookies, you know? Oh, that's after, funny. Yeah. After that aired, uh, the next morning I was in the boss's office, in the president's office with the leader of the Girl Scouts. Oh my, about. Like she was literally in there, the leader, the, the head person of Girl yes. Scouts for, for the you know, region or whatever, she was there. And of course I had to apologize and, and everything. And I remember uh, after she left, my boss was, was there, and, uh, you know, saying, hey, I appreciate you apologizing or whatever. And he goes, personally, I thought that was really funny though. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, well, she didn't. But uh, that yes. failed. So, yeah. Yeah. Another one? Yeah. Another one, real quick. So, yes. Yeah. So, uh, another so one good. way back, uh, around the same time, uh, within a year or two of each other. 
uh, Disney came to town and it was the Disney ice show or, or something, you know? And, and of course, yeah. the whole, all the stipulations and all the regulations and, and everything, all the rules about Disney, uh, you know, apply when they come into your house, even though it's your house. Okay. So right, right. Words, yep. You can't be in the same place with Mickey or Minnie or any of their characters. Okay. So, oh boy, this is a doozy. So I go, uh, so they tell me, yeah, you have to stay in the back while Mickey delivers a, a big, I don't know, it's like six foot tall. I mean, it's a huge Mickey Mouse. Uh, he was going to set it on the court and then you come out, get it and deliver it to somebody. Okay. Well, this is in my younger days and I, I don't think I would do that now. I would, I don't, I don't think I'd do this now. Anyways, I run, it's my time. I'm waiting for Mickey to exit. I got to tell you, I was a little bit bugged though, that, you know, I was being kind of right. in my own house. So I had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. So when it's time, okay, Mickey's clear. Uh, now you can go. I go running out there and about mm, 12 feet out, I take a flying leap and body slam. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but what happened was he was, his back was <laughs> towards me. I didn't mean to do this. I, I didn't pre, I didn't, the head. I did not think about this. Uh, the head came off. Kid. No, 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 oh. no. I went running. I, I, it happened in the moment. I go running out there. I see Mickey sitting there back towards me. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to land on yeah. that. So yeah, yeah, I just flew. Well, as I hit him, I folded him forward like a taco. Okay. Yes. Splitting his rear end. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know this at the time. I pick him up and, you know, I kind of moving him around. He's a huge, he's huge. So I'm moving him around, adjusting him, trying to you know, get it so I can carry him and everything. And I'm carrying him off the court. And I, there is such a big commotion going on. I don't know what's happening. I walk off, I hand it to some kid and I head out. I get back in the back and people are bursting through my door, screaming at me. And, First of all, you don't do that to Mickey. Then, um, the next thing I hear is, there were tiny little beads all over the court. Yeah, all those little beads started what? pouring out of its ripped backside. Oh my goodness. Pouring out as I'm going off the court. There's a trail With that of these fine little oh my gosh. foam beads. Yeah. That is hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah, that one was another one where I, I uh, oh, yeah. I, I just remember the yeah. one from Disney. You don't do that to Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That is awesome. So. That is hilarious. Caught a little flack on that one. Yes, sir. I it can't believe I've made it 30 years. I know. You've, uh, yeah. You're a, been fired so a blessed times. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, knock on wood. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anything can happen man. anytime. Fall on this side of the fence or that. That's right. You just never know. 
especially these days, right? That's right. But but that's what I've all you know the the job. It, it's a lot of work, um, you know, twenty four seven. But the whole concept of what we're talking about and and these stories is just, you know, you have you have so much fun in that costume. You're you're having fun is what's making other people have fun, and. And that's just, you know, you you can't replicate that in any other job, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so you that's what know. I feel like is so yeah. special about it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I tell people all the time, you know, they'll be like, hey, man, great job, you know, whatever. And I was like, ah, just having fun out there. Well, you can tell. You know, that's, oh, that's, yeah. that's the response. Like, ah, you know, uh, and I am. I'm just having fun out there. Uh, and, yeah. And, and you know, everything's, um, everything's serious to me. I want it to be, uh, of course, right. I want it to be a success and I don't want to yeah. fail and things like that. And I don't like the unexpected fail and you know, who does, but, uh, it, it, it's, if, if I'm having fun that everybody else is having fun, I'm having a better game. I got to tell you about an experience I had last night. Um, and I, I, I was having a good game. I was having fun. It was great. Uh, and uh, a little, just the game before, uh, I had a bunch of mascots out. And after the game, we went over to the restaurant, the bar across the street, to mm-hmm. get food and whatever. And um, it, there was a season two holder there. Okay. And, and he recognized me and whatever. And, and uh, I don't know quite how, actually, but uh, they were refusing us food. And okay. said, hey, man, come on, come on. He goes, um, he goes, take care of these guys. Give them some food. Here, I'll give you a hundred bucks. And so the manager, wow, you know, and the manager was like, you know, the, the kitchen just closed. He's like, please open it back up for these guys. And he's like, well, let me go check. And, and uh, he, he um, the manager comes back and he's like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll open it back up or whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll give these guys the, the, the hundred bucks, the, the chefs and whatever. And, uh, so we got to eat, and, and it was all great. Well, last game, get this. So, um, you know, I, I shoot a half-court shot, and it's worth money every time. Well, I've missed a couple games, so it keeps adding up. So yeah. it was at 600 bucks, okay, and um, last night. And this guy that <laughs> handed the 100 bucks over to the manager was picked randomly no come out to have a chance to win this sure enough last night hit this shot he wins 600 bucks because i hit that shot that is a crazy story and that's something i've been kind of just in awe all day just kind of like yeah that's just awesome that just makes my day that is just awesome that that's what makes it fun oh man i just i mean how do you explain that and how do you you know, I, yeah. I replicate that. There's that. Come on, there was. You know, what goes around comes around. I'm having fun. They're That's having, really fun. Cool, I'm man. having fun. I mean, it's just, it's just a, it's a upward spiral. So love it. Yep. Yes. Very cool, man. I love that story. That tell is crazy. About, tell me about the story. Tell me about the, uh, <laughs> the bat story. Um. Well, so the quick version is, you know, that. That's, I, uh, that's one that you know, I always we knew there hear. were bats. Yeah, so we knew there were 
bats in the arena. And so we were, we, <clears throat> I mean, probably in 2004 or something, I wait, had, wait, 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 hold on one second. Before you get into this, I'm going to take a quick break. A little commercial break. All right. Yeah. See, we'll be back. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, I want to pause here and tell you a bit more about our sponsor, Alinko Costumes. Alinko is family owned and operated. Their first pro costume was the San Diego Chicken. <laughs> and their first NBA costume was the Phoenix Suns Gorilla. Alinko's history dates back 100 years, and now they make over a thousand mascots a year, including high school, college, corporate, and pro teams. Needless to say, they know their stuff. They also stand by their work with the best warranty in the business. I swear I've called Jill at all times of the day, and she always answers. Alinko has earned my business, so I recommend you go where the pros go, alinkocostumes.com. Now, back to this episode. Blah, blah, blah. We're back to hear the bat story. Hey, yeah, so, um, you know, uh, we knew there were bats in the arena. I'd seen it, and early on, um, I had found this old, old, just junky Batman costume <laughs> in storage. And, you know, it just looked like it had never been taken care of. And so I just sort of brought it downstairs. So it was right there by where I changed every game. And I just made sure it, I would bring it and leave it there every game. Because every game I moved my stuff, you know, like out to put, them under, put it all underneath the stands. Mm -hmm. And so every game... I would put that back in my locker room. Then I'd bring it back out, set it there right by where I changed. And, um, it was like and I went cave. to, it's like my back cave. We call it the coyote's den. We call it the coyote right den. Under the stands. That is so. Right crazy. under the stands. So I'm 10 feet from the court and, you know, can hear the crowd and get a feel for the game. So I never really, during the game, I never go back to a locker room. I'm right there close enough to be available at any moment you know right um so uh so then i went to a sporting goods store and bought a fishing net and i just thought one day if a bat comes out during a game i'm you know like i told my assistant we i meet you here we throw this suit on and i'm out there with that net and i want to catch a bat that I would be cool you thought this through and just yeah. planned on it and just waited for the moment because you knew it was so yeah <clears throat> so literally it happened in 2016 ken so you're talking literally 12 years later <laughs> of same costume same net every, every game it goes out there and i'm walking i'm dressed as rob it's before a game i'm walking and you know just some guy like an usher security guy in the back says hey did you hear there's a bat on the court i'm like what so i sprint i look down the tunnel you know like one of our tunnels to look out on the court and i see security like ushering the players off the court because they were out shooting doing shoot around before the game <laughs> i run to the coyote den my assistant's just sitting there like on his phone or whatever you know I run in like, bat, bat, and within 30 seconds, I'm out of my clothes, and I'm in Coyote in the Batman suit, like, amazingly fast, 
and sprint out onto the court. And of course, as I'm sprinting on the court, I realize there's nothing, nobody on the court, right? right. Um, so except for like some security people with towels, like trying to get this back. So I think I realized like, this is my opportunity. <laughs> like, this is the moment. <laughs> this is the moment. And so somebody is getting this on film. Yes. And so fortunately, uh, you know, what was cool was the, the, the sound guy starts playing back the Batman theme song. As soon as I run out, cause he doesn't know this is about to happen. He just sees me. He's like, Oh, Hey, cool. Batman theme song. Then the <sighs> guys who run the jumbotron, they put a lower third on the jumbo. So the video, you know, that guy, like the handheld guy just starts videoing it. And the guy puts on the lower third. I forget what the title was, but like fat timer. And he starts a clock. No. So the Batman song is playing. And they got this clock going. So all of a sudden it's a little, it's a bit just out of nowhere. And by the grace of God, because, you know, you have no peripheral vision. And a bat flies so fast. And all over the place, too. And all over the place. And the fact that I see it coming by me and I just swing the net. I don't even, I can't even see, right? It just is so fast. It's just, whew, I swing the net and I look in and the bat is in the net. Oh, my gosh. It was literally, I say there were like two times in my career that... I sort of lost all a semblance of the fact that I'm a mascot at this moment. I just became <laughs> Rob Wycall on the course, you know, the character was no more. And this was one of them. I, cause it was something I wanted for so long, you know, it was, I say it was on my mascot bucket list. I want to catch a bat, man. So the fact that I did it just blew me away. Oh, that's just so cool. It was one I mean, of my yeah, favorite moments. Did you just stand there and just go, this just happened? Yeah. So I stood there for a second. Now they're closing in on me and this bat is in the net and I'm on the ground, you know, cause when I swung the net, I fell. And so I'm like, I can't, I caught a bat, I caught a bat. I caught, and they're coming to get it. And I realized, wait a second, nobody has taken this bat from me. I will take this bat off this court. <laughs> so I pick the bat up and walking I walk across the long way of the court. Of course. You just have to like parade. arms up, like, hallelujah. <laughs> like just soaking it in. Like I caught a bat. <laughs> it was the greatest uh, thing ever, man. I, uh, the only other time that ever happened was I made a, this three quarter court shot that was like, I'm never going to make this shot, but I'll try it now and again, you know? Right from like the opposing uh, three-point line. And I, I one night took a shot and it hit the backboard just, I was like, whoa, that was close. Second shot was really, a third shot, I think it was second or third shot, went in and I was like, I can't, I'll never, like, I can't believe I made that shot. And I was just robbed, like walking around, like, I don't know how that just happened. Did anybody <laughs> see, I just made that shot. Who's gonna ever? I can't believe I made that, you know, like I'm just literally in the costume. Like I just made that shot. Nobody's ever going to, did you, I can't believe I made that shot. Did you, I made that shot. Oh my gosh, I made that shot. Yeah. Just walking around like, like as Rob. 
I love it. I, yeah. Yeah. When you get shocked like that, you're like, okay, oh, wait, stay in character. Stay. In character. <laughs> yes, yes. Then you're like, oh, no, I don't know what, what bit do I do at this point? I got yeah. nothing. I'm just freaked <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, that is so great. And you're like, and you think afterwards, oh, I could have just like been real cool and just walked off the court. Or I could have done this. Or I oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know? And you're like, oh, dang it. I just, Totally blew that moment. Yeah, I know. Ah, I never expected this to really happen. <laughs> 12 years with that net and that bat. I'm still in awe over that. Yes. You know, yeah, it's one of those, like that you said, with that guy, dedication. with your situation last night, you know. Um, it's just one of those that I was just, like, in awe. Like, imagine the number of times that that was brought in and out, you know, Ken? Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe that. Wow. Um, um, well, that's I, why I love to tell that story because it's so so much of one of those like, you know, if I didn't have that sitting there, if I hadn't been there every game, if I hadn't talked to my assistant and set up a, a plan, you know, like when this happens, this is what we do. To, so because as soon as I run in and say bat, he knew, you know, and he's helping me and, he, and we're out there. All I'm sure he was sitting there going, details. I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what? It's <laughs> happening? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the fire so, alarm. Um, yeah, it's, it's that. You know, what I used to say about uh, what, we, what we do, what I did, is, one, devil's in the details, right? And so, like you were saying, it's like, I'm out there having fun, but I used to also say, comedy is a serious business. It like is. the timing has to be so perfect and it's so easy to be just like, I can watch a skit and go, ah, just a, I call it a skinch. You know, if it was just, ah, just a, the timing was a little better or the reaction was a little better. Right. It would have been such a better skit, right? right? It's so it's the little nuances. I've seen guys do a skit and it goes well, right? And instead of just leaving, they throw in some more bits and they just sort of ruin it. Like, yeah, just little, there's just so many little nuances that I can watch this kid and be like, oh, he was so close, so close. Like, that's why I'm sure you've experienced this, Ken. There's no way you haven't. We've never discussed it, but the number of times that I would have another mascot call and ask about a skit. Right. Yeah. And I can, I can explain it to them, but I know as I'm telling them, it will not go over the way it went over with me. I, because I have experienced that so I, many times. I just know. Like yeah. if, when you and I would talk skits, we knew, right? We understand the timing. We understand what's about to occur and what is necessary to make it successful. I remember one mascot, uh, he calls me. I had done a series of telenovelas. And um, there's like four different videos. Super time intensive. I mean, like I had actors. I had we had written a song, an intro song. You know, I had gotten this uh, like empty mansion in town that was for sale. Um, and we had shot inside this house, you know, like right, you it was, 
Yeah. This is a lot of work, right? Yeah. And so um, I get a call from the mascot. Hey, man, my, my bosses have seen the, you know, those telenovelas and they love them. Um, so they want me to do them. They want me to replicate, you know, they want me to do those. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Awesome. Um, so he's like, so can you tell me what you did? So I was like, all right, well, you know, first thing is I, I got, you know, we wrote a song and called a buddy who, yeah. Then I had to find a realtor buddy and who I know deals with, you know, multi-million dollar houses. And I found a residence, went and checked it out. Okay. That works. Then I got it, you know, but I, and I, I hired a crew and then we got some actors and then I wrote this and that. And then I, we went downtown and we shot. So I was doing, and he said, oh, stop, just stop. And I was like, <laughs> okay. What's up? He's like, yeah, that's never going to happen. For me. I, will, I will never be able to do already. Or, yes, you've yeah, already. Everything you said is more than yeah. I haven't even gotten into the actual shooting yet, you know. And he's like, that everything you've just said, not going to happen on this end. So I was like, well, <laughs> fair enough. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You know, a lot of times it's your idea that needs to. You've got it in your head. It's your idea. If, yeah. You know, I just like, you know, the, the, the dancing rap bit, you know? So I, I, I've been doing that since 92, something like that. I mean, just that. And when people started asking me about, well, how do you, you know, how do you do that? And how did you get a guy? I'm like, okay, well, I, and I explain it and everything. But after watching a lot of these guys do it, I'm like, that just, it totally looks like a plan. Yeah. And that totally looks like you walked yeah. them right through it and you told them what to do and when. And I mean, it just didn't, it just didn't look right. You know, yeah. my whole thing was trying to get yep. a ref that looked like a ref that looked like, uh, you know, that, that looked like, um, you know, somebody that could totally pull this off. The timing mm -hmm. would go over. Yeah, we would go over. Right, okay, right. You know, now, you don't do anything until now. Okay. And then yeah. Yeah. when you do this, I want you to be, I want you to do this, but don't overact it. I want you, I want your hand to go out to here when you smack my hand away, you know, don't go further. You know, then it looks too much. Referee would never do yep. that. Yep. You know, anyways, yeah. gosh, I'm going to tell you, um, I'm going to tell you about another bit, um, gosh, way back. <clears throat> I remember it, well, but it, you've got a million. Yeah. Gosh. I There's was too many. To, yeah. You, you've forgotten. <laughs> More than most people have ever done, Ken. Ken, I've forgotten a lot, and and it's <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten a lot. Uh, yeah. But that's just well, my... most of them you can't do anymore anyway. Oh, you know? true, true. That's the that's the shame. I remember uh, used to do this uh, <clears throat> just a simple bit. Come out as a mailman. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, delivering mail and deliver uh, an eye chart to the ref. <laughs> yep. Yep, can't do that Easy anymore. bit. Yeah. Oh, nope, that went nope. away quick. Yeah, all yeah. those fun little bits. It's all no offensive more. now no more. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I was told, I don't know if I should even say this one. I probably shouldn't. Um, Times have changed. Yes, yes. It'll, it, it was yeah. a racial thing. I was told it, not to do this. more difficult. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I will tell, I will say this. I was told little while back that I couldn't do something about a certain race okay or 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 act. I couldn't do a certain movement because of a certain race okay 
And okay. I, yeah, I, it makes me sad that I can't even say this because um, I, it, it's just funny and it's just, you know, it's everybody would get it, but the one, uh, you know, person would be offended. But I was told that I couldn't do this one thing anymore. And then I found out that it wasn't even that person or someone from that race that I was doing this certain oh. mo movement, you know, right. about it was, it was uh, a plain Jane white person that complained yeah. about something that I had done and, and that, and that with this couple of a certain race and they were loving it, they were having fun and everything, but anyways, well, so yeah, I, I, you I know, it's, to take this negative. I, I, but times have changed. And and we you know, just roll with it. And for yeah, in many different ways. And it's a you know, it's a litigation happy society. And I understand, you know, when my yeah. team would say, "You can't do this," you know, like just simple things. Like I used to shoot a basketball. Uh, I had this trick shot from a chair, you know, yeah. and was pretty pretty good at it. Where I could get the fan to stand up. I would stand in this chair. And I could make the basket pretty often. Give me three tries, I was going to make it, you know? Right. All of a sudden, you can't stand in that chair because now you're telling other people they can stand in chairs. Well, <laughs> somebody stands in a chair. Exactly. There's, you know, just stuff like that was like, you know. Exactly. And, you know, the one thing I will say about that, though, Ken, is way back, we were playing the Phoenix Suns. It was sort of one of those years where the Phoenix Suns looked like they were going to just steamroll everybody. It was their year kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And we're, Spurs are playing them. And um, one of the games, I want to say like Bruce Bowen, you know, some guy he stepped on Bruce Bowen's foot and rolled his foot or something. So they were, oh, Bruce Bowen was, you know, trying to do that. And then Robert Ory sort of hit check um, Steve Nash and sent him like, into the front row. So all of a sudden the Spurs are these nasty, dirty players. And I used to do a, a bit, a simple, like 85% of my shtick at this time was like, uh, I used to do a great bit. I would get a pennant, you know, from a Spurs pennant. Um, and then every other team in the NBA. And so whoever were playing that night, I would have that pennant. Right. So right. Phoenix Suns, I got the Phoenix Suns and the Spurs. And every once in a while I would do just hold up the Spurs. Yay. Hold up the Suns. Boo. Yay. Boo. Yay. Boo. And then I would usually do a bit where, you know, hold up the Spurs. Yay. And get going fast. Yay. Spurs. And then point at a guy in the crowd and everybody would boo. And I'd be like, whoa, sorry, man. Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> or, you know, or I would throw the Phoenix Suns pin it down and, you know, stomp on it or whatever. Or wipe my butt with it, you know do a little bit um and uh i'm getting ready for the game and our owner comes into the coyote den this never happens i mean imagine your owner like walking into your locker room before a game you're like whoa you know right. this is an oddity would, yeah. hey what can i do for you sir yes like oh boy and he just says hey we're getting a lot of negative publicity right now about being a dirty team. I'd like you to not 
be negative towards the other team? Can you just be positive towards the Spurs? And of course you're like, yes, sir. Of course, sir. <laughs> and then he leaves and I'm like, oh my God. He just took everything from me. Yeah. Like not be negative towards the other team. That's the, that's my job. <laughs> he just like, that's everything I do. Yeah. Now what and, do I do? Yes. What am I, I supposed to do? Me? <laughs> so of course I, you know, just cried for a little while. Like what, you know, what am I supposed to do? And, blah, blah, and complained. And then it was like, you know, I can do it. I'm right. Like it's going to be tough. I got to throw a lot of my toys in the trash kind of thing. You know, a lot of my Rolodex of, of shtick in the trash and start over, but I can do it just work and hard. And I can't do the easy stuff. I got to go a little more highbrow, a little, you know, yep. better stuff. And by the way, most of my career was that most of my career. I never negatively did anything towards the other team. I was more just, you know, doing pro Spurs stuff. Except the ones um, that you got me kicked out of your arena. I did not do anything in that regard, sir. You chose to enter that arena. <laughs> if you recall before the game when you said, hey, I think I might come to the arena. And I said, hey, go buy a ticket. <laughs> I have, and I you did. I'm washing my hands of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm washing my hands of this. And you did. And I will uh, never forget when my boss came in, what is he doing here? Ah, ah. And I'm like, I don't know. Go talk to him. Why are you bothering me with this? Oh, that was great. That was the greatest. That was the greatest ever. Yeah, that was oh. a good one. I love it. But uh, yeah, man. Well, so. you know, and, and recently, just we got to wrap this up. But I'll tell you, recently the NBA came out with uh, some more rules about opposing team uh, fans, opposing teams. Yeah. Opposing yep. Yep. Logos. I saw some of those. Yeah. And so they've gotten even more strict with this stuff. And um, mm -hmm. I mean, they don't want any violence. They, you know, anything that could be construed as violence, anything. Right. That, you know, and, and, and I get it and everything. But uh, at the same time, you know, I'm talking to some guys about this. And, you know, my son, being the, uh, the wise young man that he is, he goes, well, he's like, Dad. And, and, you know, of course, he's with the Pistons. And he's like, you know, he goes, hey, this is just going to help us. This is just going to help us. Uh, dig deeper, and uh, he says, he says this will uh, this will make us think a little bit. You know, it's it's too easy, is the way he put it. Right, it right, and and that's the way I took it too. A yeah. lot of guys do the easy easy stuff, right? Yeah, and this is just gonna. Yeah, but by the way, I also am like, you know, I get it. Team doesn't want to be sued. Team, you know, yeah. NBA. It's a, it. it's a business. It's yeah, I get it. It's not, I mean, that making it any easier or better, but well, you know, yeah. It, yeah. You know, yeah. I remember one guy who towards the end of his career, it was like the team was like, it's all about basketball. You know, during the playoffs, we don't want you out there because it's more about basketball, not entertainment. And of course he was offended until he was like, but wait a second. I still get paid the same, <laughs> and they don't want. <laughs> I don't have to work as hard. Okay, 
you know, a silver lining. Again, just life is <laughs> life is perspective. Yeah, it is. It really is. And and you know, again, hey, we get paid to have paid to have fun. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and a good gig to use our imagination and our creativity and all that. And, yes. And uh, and you know, the crowd still loves us, and our team still loves us, and it's just changing with the times and. And That's I, right. Just changing times. Yeah. It's you happening know, everywhere. Not just make us grow. In the NBA. Yeah. Well, Rob, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm well, Ken, that you sir, I, it is an honor league. to talk to you. Well, we, uh, we sure miss you in the league. For sure. Well, uh, I, love, uh, I love following you guys still. And, and uh, you know, I'm fortunate enough to, I say, you know, before I was a mascot, I water skied at SeaWorld. Then I was a mascot. And now I just talk about being a mascot to people. So that's how I make a living, you know, is, is speaking. And I'm pretty lucky, you know, pretty uh, fortunate. Well, that's awesome. You are, are a great speaker. You have a great perspective on things and uh, lots of lessons. Well, thanks, man. To, uh, to share. So sure appreciate you. And you know what? If uh, people want to get a hold of you again, how do they do that? Uh, whycallrob.com, W-H-Y. Uh, whycallrob.com. You can get a hold of me there and see what crazy antics I'm up to, man. There you go. All right, brother. So, hey. hey, Ken. Thank you, man. You be safe. Yes, you too. Love you, man. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Love you too, dude. Take All care. Right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Never not, never under ya, never ever, I'm forever on. Check my repertoire, don't check me not. Less is checks involved, I've been feeling like I'm next to God. Next to, next to God, next to, next to God. Never not, never under ya, never ever, I'm forever on.